Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Hi everyone, welcome back to Shakti Power. And today we are talking about healing from codependence and shifting into freedom and feminine sovereignty. And this has been very much a part of my healing, um, going into the winter season and into the winter months and really emerging into spring with this new sense of freedom and feminine sovereignty as we all collectively have kind of processed the elections, what's going on in the world with different movements, um, just really connecting to one another and feeling into how we can be the joy and be the change and be the transformation and be the peace that we need to start seeing in this world. So having all that in the back of my mind, I've also come out of a cycle of working in corporate America and fully aligning with my own business, my brand Shakti Priestess and my other dance brand and healing brand, Sacred Dance Abisa, which I'm um, kicking off in Abisa right now. That's where I'm at. I'm in Abisa, Spain. And we've just started a few different women's retreats called Feminine Awakening. We had an amazing turnout um, of an intimate group of women who really were able to let go, be feminine, play, and open up their voices, their truth, their dance, their bodies, their power, and share with the beautiful sisterhood. We did that April 5th, 6th, and 7th, and we're going to do it again in May. And then we launched the Sacred Sensuality Retreats, which is a luxury retreat for eight days where I nourish you with my team of feminine energy experts um, and really bring you deep into your sensuality. So all that is going to be on my website soon, but I wanted to give you a glimpse of what's happening to the feminine energy, how it's awakening, how it's shifting, how it's coming into play, how it's coming to life, okay? And so that shift is what I'm going to talk about on this episode is this shift from healing from codependence and shifting into freedom and feminine sovereignty. So one of the things that's been coming up in my work as I work with these beautiful women is we are leaving the codependent model. We're leaving a codependent model that was based on being a victim, needing someone to rescue us, and placing an external source as our source of joy, love, security, guidance, soothing, nourishment, nurturing, okay? And codependence is definitely an experience that we all learn from. My last marriage was all about codependence, and I have deep codependent patterns set within me. So for me, it was a journey of breaking free from the prison of that, okay? And I chose that experience to guide me to where I'm at, where I'm at now. Now I'm choosing an experience of freedom and equality and fully showing up as a woman who's open to life and I am the source of my own joy and wealth and abundance and I connect with a higher light and a higher God, goddess force to bring all that into being and I'm no longer dependent on a man or male energy to bring me the source of, of what I need, 
Okay, I'm not in survival. So if codependence is the experience you're choosing, then really understand how limiting that can be for your journey. What I'm teaching right now is feminine sovereignty and alignment to feminine power and equality in partnerships so that we can create incredible things together through community. What happens when you line up with your feminine power and your feminine interdependence is you connect with the source of what can bring you everything that you need. And you're fully aligned with um, your power. You're fully aligned with the source of abundance. You're fully aligned with all the possibilities in the field of possibilities. You're fully aligned with faith. You're fully aligned with hope. You're fully aligned with joy. These are all high vibrational qualities that will help you manifest what you want, right? And then when someone else lines up with you that's on along the same vibration, you guys can co-create something beautiful together. And then what if you have a community of people like that who are all lined up to source and they're tapped into their gifts, they're turned on by their passion, they're tuned into their intuition, and they know why they're living their lives and how to serve others and bring their joy into the world and be the source of their happiness and create happiness for themselves and others. What if thousands of people like that get together in community? We can create beauty. We can create healing. We can create abundance and models of new ways of living. So this is really a beautiful path if you choose to align and shift into equality, freedom, and feminine sovereignty. Okay. And I just want to give you the different feelings of what that feels like. When you are in the codependent model, when you're choosing to be in the codependent model, you often feel empty, bored, lonely, clingy. You need to be validated, rescued by someone, or you need someone to feed on because you are not, you're not a source of power. You don't see yourself as a source of power. So you need someone else to feed on, what I call snack on. You like to snack on other people. Um, I used to do that, so there's no judgment. I'm just letting you know very clearly what these two models look like. So how can you kind of move from codependence into this freedom and feminine sovereignty model? Number one, you claim your codependence without shame. Just say, oh my gosh, this sounds like me. I often feel empty, bored, lonely, clingy. I need to be validated, rescued, or need someone to feed on, or need someone to inspire me. Okay, now I know where I'm at. Now I know how hot I can go, and I, you know, I have something to work with. So there's no shame around it, okay? We all move through these different states as, as a way for us to grow, our souls to grow. Number two, heal through soul work. You know, there's different things you can do and everybody goes at their own pace and time, but one, you can journey deep within yourself for reflection and insight. That's how you start connecting to yourself. Two, feel through your anger and unexpressed truth that was either suppressed or buried to please others. That's a huge gold mine right there where you can really connect to your truth. Three, grieve through your loss and allow the cleansing process to flow. And that means cry and have tears fall and let those tears be very cleansing. Four, face your fears of abandonment and being unlovable. You know, really look in your, into your childhood and see where your parents didn't love you or approve of you or allow your gifts to shine or allow you to have a voice and go back there and hug that little girl or little boy inside of you that felt unlovable and do inner child work. 
there's a site called innerbonding.com and they have a lot of great techniques on how to love your inner child and go through that process, okay? Now, number three, this is number three in helping you shift out of codependence. Change your patterns of survival and learn to nourish yourself. So these patterns of survival are feeling empty and needing someone to feed on, feeling bored and needing someone to feed on, feeling lonely and needing someone to feed on, clingy, needing to be validated. And in the last uh, episode, we spoke about feeling um, lonely, alone, and abandoned in a world where society tells you that you need a certain amount of money or a job title or a person or live in a certain place to feel validated, to feel secure, to feel good about yourself. So really get unstuck from those beliefs that make you feel that you need to have, be, or do anything. You don't need anything. A title, a, a person, a spouse, a place to live, an address, or things to make you feel like the beautiful soul that you are. All you need is connection to yourself and a connection to your gifts and leading from a place of joy and love. And, and trusting that the universe has your back and will share opportunities with you for you to shine and grow and create compensation from that. And learn to nourish yourself. So this means, you know, spas and eating healthy and learning about new recipes and finding um, friends and circles that really ignite your inner flame and people who respect who you are and the truth of who you are and they fan your inner flames it's about creating an inner circle that really loves you. And it's about creating trust within yourself and your friendships and your career and your place of work, okay? You can create nourishing environments all around you, places that support you, people who support you and see the best of you, the best of what you can bring and what you have to offer. Number four, believe you are worthy. Believe you are worthy of receiving everything, all of this, everything that your heart desires. Most of the time, we don't believe that we deserve to receive true love. So we just settle for the best that we can get. And then we try to control these people to give us what we need. We don't believe that we can be um, entrepreneurs or, you know, a leader in our place of work. And so we just kind of settle for mediocre roles, mediocre jobs, where we don't push ourselves. So really believe that you're worthy and that you can shine and go for that. Number five, move beyond your comfort zone. This goes back to your worthiness is that whatever you felt before, whatever you believed before, that has led you up to this point. So push yourself, you know, play that bigger role in your job or career. Um, have a hobby that you know it's going to turn into an your own online business or business one day, travel to a different country, uh, take a dance class when you've never danced, sing when you've never sung, um, give a speech and, and try out public speaking when that scares you. Really move beyond your comfort zone so you can be more visible and you can be um, larger in your body and really take up space. And those brave actions add up to a momentum that makes you feel larger and worthier and um, wanting to explore more of life. Number six, take responsibility for your emotions. So often when we feel empty, bored, lonely, clingy, and needing to be validated, we are making another person responsible for giving us the soothing emotions that will help us not to feel empty, bored, lonely, or clingy anymore. So really take responsibility. Like, okay, check in with yourself right now. I'm feeling bored. What can I do? What can I do that's fun and playful? 
Right now I'm feeling empty. Well, how can I fill myself? How can I fill myself with books or poetry or devotional music or chanting or joining a group that will um, give me those feelings of love and sharing energy and sharing my stories? You know, what can I do that makes me feel connected to people and myself? Can I do yoga? Can I travel and just go out and meet new people and go out of my way to connect with them and share with them? You know, connection and sharing is intimacy and it really fills you up. So I love to do activities that help me connect and share and create intimacy with friends, colleagues, travelers, new people. The more you give, the more you know you have. Okay, so take responsibility for your emotions and being uh, the person that is the source of soothing yourself. Number seven, get unstuck from the shackles of the material world that tells you you are unworthy if you don't have a job, partner, or X amount of money. So I spoke about this before, you know, this is the trance of unworthiness that society places on us. This is the lie that we're fed that tells us we are unworthy unless we have this amount of money, this job, this amount of cars, this title, this kind of partner, this kind of hunk, this kind of beautiful woman. No, no, no. None of that is true. You are worthy from day one. You are beautiful, loved, deserving, and valuable from day one. You don't need to do a thing. You just need to love yourself and receive and know that anything you do, that's absolutely okay. And that you are on a path of growth and expansion and enlightenment. And the more you share your gifts and the more you share your joy in whatever that way that makes you feel light and beautiful and giving, follow that. Just follow that. And that's how you get unstuck from the shackles of a material world that tells you you need things to make you happy. You don't need things. You just need joy. And how do you get to your joy? You follow your heart. How do you follow your heart? You do things that make you happy and that make you shine. How do you follow things that make you shine? Go back to the memories of a child, of your childhood. What made you happy as a child? Did you like to build things? Did you like to make forts? Did you like to read books? Did you like to dance? Did you like to paint? Did you like to be you know, artistic? Did you like to solve problems and puzzles? Did you like to play hide and seek? Really start from that very simple place. Number eight, discover your creativity. Travel, dance, paint, write, be in joy. You don't have to have all the answers. I think there's so much pressure around being an awakened woman right now and awakened soul in society. It's like, okay, relax. Just use this space and time as a journey of self-discovery and be a child again. Find out what you love at 38, at 40 years of age, at 50. And really invest in your creativity, in your travel time, in your alone time, dancing, painting, writing. This is what's going to help you tap into your joyful energy. And finally, when you go through this cycle, what comes out in the end is the, the desire to serve others and humanity, to empower one another, to inspire others. And so this whole cycle may take years, and that's totally okay. The reward of this soul work leads us to the greatest joy and our highest purpose, which is in serving others and serving humanity, our dharma. And so this last week at Feminine Awakening, we had a beautiful retreat with four women where I worked with them who've crossed the cycle. They now have strong boundaries and a strong base, and they're not afraid of being alone. They are awake and ready to fly. And so this is the journey many of us are taking. As Mother Earth is evolving from codependence and abuse to more freedom and inequality, 
this is the new path that many of us are teaching, that I am teaching, okay? So for you to receive the greatest benefit of your life and joy, it's really important that you see yourself as a creator, as a, a, a light, a soul, that you have power, that you have freedom to choose, and for you to start really moving into freedom and feminine sovereignty versus staying in any kind of victim roles and codependence. So I wish you a lot of love and luck and freedom. We are kicking off more feminine awakenings and sacred sensuality retreats to help women understand and embody these feminine principles. So see you on the cliff when you are ready to fly. <laughs> Until then, namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends. And be sure to visit ShaktiPriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle.